the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. And good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to the Ministry of the Week Sunday Message. This is David Naderhood, and it is my privilege every week to be bringing you a ministry, a pulpit ministry, or a parachurch ministry someplace around the Bay Area that's making a difference for the kingdom of Jesus Christ. And certainly this week, it has been a real joy and a treat to be able to highlight on the Ministry of the Week interviews, Dr. Ed Silvoso and Transform Our World, which is uh, his Silicon Valley organization formerly known as Harvest Evangelism. You may have heard a lot about uh, Dr. Savoso over the years. He's an accomplished author, world-traveling evangelist, and right here in our backyard, he has been doing a lot of work for a lot of years to do just what this program's about, shine a spotlight into the great things God's doing and how the kingdom is growing. And uh, today, we're going to hear a message from Dr. Savoso. We're also going to have him uh, introduce that message himself in just a moment. But first, I want to encourage you to go over to his website, transformourworld.org, and you can find out a lot of information there about the upcoming conference this fall, as well as the ongoing work right here in the Bay Area with great initiatives like Adopt a Cop and Adopt a Block as well as the International Transformation Network. So now this is Dr. Ed Silvoso here to tell you more about today's Ministry of the Week, a Sunday message here on KFAX. Hello, my friends. This is Dr. Ed Silvoso. Welcome to KFAX. I feel so privileged that I have been invited to bring the message this week. I'll tell you, I love the Word of God. But more than that, I love the Word of God at work, when what we read comes to happen. And I am delighted that the subject today is transformation in the family, and especially, actually, exclusively in our children, as far as the message is concerned. Let me give you my credentials, if I may say so. I am happily married to my sweetheart, Ruth Palau. Uh, that was her maiden name. We met when we were 15. I knew right there that she was the one that God had for me. But I was very shy. I couldn't tell her that. But God worked it out so that eventually I was able to do that. We got married seven years later. And, uh, and God gave us, in the course of our journey together, four daughters, Karina, Marilyn, Evelyn, and Jessica. And these daughters, we were able to raise them in the Lord, and they married wonderful husbands, Carl, Gary, Ken, and, and Benji. And they cooperated with each other, our daughters and their husbands, and they gave us 12 wonderful grandkids. The youngest one just turned three, but she thinks she's 23. The oldest one, 
just graduated from Westmont College, and she's 23. So we have a full range from 3 to 9 to 10 to 11 to 12, 14, 15, 17, 18, and now 23. And I'll tell you, children, children uh, introduce you to the school of parenting. You never graduate from it. You do the very best you can. And then one day, God introduces you to the school of grandparenting. And that feels like going from junior high to high school. Okay, when you are in junior high and you are a senior, you are the king of the hill until the next school year begins and you are a freshman. (laughs) And you have to make it all the way up on the ladder. But that's why today I'll be sharing from our own journey with the Lord. Ruth and I and our four daughters, their husbands, their grandkids, we are not a perfect family. We never pretended to be one, but we have seen the Lord take take our broken pieces and put them together to give us a family where by His grace, everybody's walking with God and everybody's bringing transformation to their sphere of influence. So the message tonight comes from one of the Psalms, Psalms 139. And this Psalm is a Psalm that talks about transformation in the family. Because if the Lord doesn't build the house, in vain work those that, or labor those that build it. And so often we park it there and we say, oh, yeah, well, you know, I build it alone. What do I do? I have very good news for you. As I open the scriptures, you will see that God already gave you in your children the solution to the problem that your children may be having today. But before I get into that, let me also mention, I am so grateful to be part of the KFAX family. Um, we are on the air every Sunday. At the present time, we are at 10 o'clock every Sunday. And my uh, slogan, my theme for that program, the name of the program is Transform Our World with Dr. Ed Silvoso, is how to love Mondays as much as you love Sundays. And it plays um, when people are heading for church, looking forward to a great moment there in God's presence, but also wondering how will this beautiful moment play out tomorrow morning, Monday, when I go to work. So remember to tune in on Sundays at 10 a.m., Transform Our World with Ed Silvoso, and I am so blessed, as I said, to be part of the KFAX family. Also on our website, transformourworld.org, okay, transformourworld.org, we have plenty of materials, plenty of materials um, that will take uh, whatever you glean out of our presentation today to the next level. Books, DVDs, there is a section called Transformation on Demand, and that's where we have all the freebies, all the free samples. You will be greatly blessed by going to transformourworld.org. Okay? Let me also mention that this October, October the 3rd, 
through October the 7th, beginning with a banquet dinner on Monday at 7 at 5 p.m. at the Fairmont Hotel and staying at the Fairmont Hotel all the week up to Friday before lunch, we are having our Global Transformation Conference. I have the privilege to lead a network of about 3,000 influencers in six continents. And these influencers, about 1,000 of them are pastors and priests, another 2,000 are marketplace leaders in business, education, and government. When you compute all the people that they influence and lead, it comes up to a little bit over 3,750,000 people, live or take 10,000, one way or the other. But this is exciting news. They are bringing transformation to where the gates of Hades used to be. We have incredible stories and testimonies on our website, transformerworld.org. But on October the 3rd through the 7th, about 1,200 of those leaders who are bringing transformation all over the world are going to be here in San Jose, the capital of Silicon Valley, at the Fairmont Hotel. <clears throat> and I want you to <clears throat> consider being part of that conference. You go to our website, transformerworld.org and you will see there that is a page that you can sign up you can sign up for a day pass or you can sign up which I recommend to stay at the hotel because you will rub shoulders and sit across the table giants like Lauren Cunningham the founder of Youth with a Mission and Dr. Francis Oda one of the leading architects in the world, who led the president of Tahiti to the Lord, who in turn led the government of Tahiti to the Lord, and this resulted in a plan coming together where several billion dollars are being invested to rebuild the capital of Tahiti without poverty, without corruption, and without pollution. And in the process, Many people are coming to Christ. You're going to rub shoulders and listen, um, make a presentation. Uh, Licenciado Poncho Murguía from Ciudad Juárez, Mexico, that used to be the murder capital of the world. And today is one of the safest cities in Mexico. The mayor has become a Christian. Chief of police, a Christian. Attorney General, a Christian, and thousands of people are coming into the kingdom because somebody learned how to take the presence and the power of God to the heart of the city, the marketplace where the gates of Hades are in full swing until the church, the ecclesia, shows up. You're going to also meet... Uh, Kim Flores from the Philippines, 
This is a, a seminary graduate that planted the church and failed and ended up driving a taxi. Nothing wrong with it, but when you are aiming for a church and you end up driving a taxi, I'll tell you, the devil can have a field day chewing you up. Until he learned the secret of prayer evangelism, which is another book that is on our website, transformaworld.org. And he dedicated that taxi to the Lord, you know, as uh, a mobile Ark of the Covenant, so that every passenger that he gave a ride to, I mean, felt the presence of God, and people began to come to the Lord in large numbers, until a believer who was relatively new believer, rode on the taxi, and he had the problem. His dad, who was not a believer, has bequeathed to him a group of companies, and one of those companies consisted of a motel chain, 14 motels, with 2,000 employees in cahoots with 3,000 prostitutes that every day process close to 14,000 acts of sexual immorality. Today, that motel chain is totally sanctified. I mean, the workers, all 2,000 of them, have become Christians. This has impacted the city and the nation to the point that presidents and governors and the chief justice of the Supreme Court and the commander-in-chief of the army and the national superintendent of police force, all of them have come to the Lord. And they are coming to the Bay Area to share and to inspire. Not that we are short of examples here. I'm the chaplain to the board to Valley Christian Schools, which is rated the number one school in the nation, Christian and public. And this school is experiencing transformation under the leadership of Dr. Cliff Doherty who is leading the education track at our conference. And this school is doing better and better, but more than that, it has adopted the public school district and is investing into the public school district, providing what the local budget cannot provide for. And in the process, this year alone, over 800 people came to the Lord on public school campuses. Oh, my goodness, aren't you eager to be part of this? Go to transformourworld.org and sign up for our global conference. And the day before the conference, we are having a prayer cruise on the beautiful San Francisco Bay. So all of this is coming to the Bay Area. But none of that will make full sense until we see how we can build our home, restore our marriage, bring our children to full power in the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what the message that you are about to hear, which I preach at the local church, Cathedral of Faith in San Jose, California. Be ready to be fed by the Word of God. One of my favorite psalms is Psalm 127, because it has to do with a family. It has to do with transformation in the family. But more than that, it has to do with transformation in the city 
through a family that is transformed. Let's listen to the word of God, Psalm 127. Unless the Lord builds the house, they labor in vain who build it. Unless the Lord guards the city, the watchman keeps awake in vain. It is vain for you to rise up early, to retire late, to eat the bread of painful labors, for God gives to his beloved even in his sleep. Behold, children are a gift of the Lord. The fruit of the womb is a reward, like arrows in the hand of a warrior. So are the children of one's youth. How blessed is the one whose quiver is full of them. They shall not be ashamed when they speak with their enemies in the gate. I love this psalm because it brings so much hope to families. I'm sure all of us face challenges in our family setting. But look at this. It talks about building a house. It talks about guarding a city. It talks about eating and eating around a table, going to bed. This is a very homey psalm. And the basic principle is that God has to be brought in to do the building. It doesn't mean that God will do it by himself, but he will do it through us with God as the source. It says there that if we work very hard, but God is not in the picture, we work in vain. And then in verse 2, it describes people that rise up early, they stay up late, when they eat, the food doesn't taste that good, and they are hopeless. And they say, how can I recover my children? This is a picture of parents whose kids have gone wrong. And they work very hard, and they say, what for? And they wake up very early because they can no longer endure staying in bed. And they go to bed late, dreading the hours, and they sit down to eat, and it doesn't sit well. That is the bad news. But look at the good news. It says, but God gives to those that he loves while they are asleep. And that is a metaphor. You see, in Argentina, where I am from, we celebrate the three wise men. That's when we get our gift. Here in America, we usually get them on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day. In most of the Catholic Spanish world, we get our gift on El Día de los Reyes Magos, the three wise men. And we are told, they're going to come, you have to be asleep, put your shoes by the door, and put a letter telling the three wise men what you want, and tomorrow morning you are going to see the gift there. I'll tell you, that is the night when every kid goes to bed on time. And I remember the fascination, waking up in the morning and realizing that while I was asleep, someone deposited a gift for me. That is the metaphor here. That while we are doing nothing, God has made provision. God gives to his beloved while he or she is sleeping. And then the following verse says, Behold, children are a gift from God. So now put together, God gives something to us. And what is that? Children. And that is the first paradigm they have to shift. Usually, we look at children as an accident waiting to happen. I remember, you know, the terrible descriptions, 
terrible twos. I mean, they are going to school. They're going to be bratty. Oh, just wait until they become teenagers. Now listen, the Word of God says that our children are a gift from God, and God will not give us evil things. Now the world, the flesh, the devil will get in the picture, but greater is he who is in you than the one who is trying to steal your children. And then it tells us in the following verse that the fruit of the womb, that is the child, is a reward. God loves when people have children. That was the first command that he gave Adam and Eve. Go and get me grandkids. He didn't put it that way, but he said go and multiply. Every time that the couple engages in the sacredness of marriage and kids are conceived, that is a reward. And then the Bible goes on to say that they are like arrows in the hand of a warrior. Yes, the children that we have in our youth are like arrows. And so arrows are there to be used in battle. And this is the hope. Your children are not the problem. Your children are the solution to the problem. When we play with our kids, when we pray with them, when we teach them the Bible, when we listen to them, I was just blown away when I began to treat my children as people that can contribute to the spiritual climate in our home and not as consumers. And I learned that our daughters, we have four lovely daughters, and they gave us 12 grandkids now. But going back to the time when they were little, their grasp of biblical truth, when they began to tell us that angels have visited them, when they will wake up in the morning and tell us, Mommy, Daddy, this is what the Holy Spirit said to me last night. Yes, children are a gift from the Lord and they are arrows. But the problem is that an arrow in the quiver doesn't do any good to the warrior in the time of battle. And I remember when we first came to California, and with four daughters, we felt so protective. And we realized that very foolishly, we were defending the quiver so that no one will touch the arrows, rather than pulling the arrows out of the quiver and facing the enemies together. Look how it transitions. It says, blessed is the one, singular, who filled his quiver with arrows. And now look how it shifts to the plural. They shall not be ashamed when they confront the enemies at the gate. Who is they? Is the parent and the children together standing for righteousness. When Ruth, my wife and I understood this, we began to take our children on ministry trips. We will take them to evangelistic crusades. We will stand side by side with them not only praying for people that came to Christ, but helping people be delivered from demonic oppression. We will take them to rough parts of town and proclaim the gospel. And I'll tell you, there is such a power when parents and children stand together. It talks here, they will not be ashamed, they will not be defeated when they stand together facing their enemies at the gate. This is not the door of the house, this is the gate of the city. And what that means is that the distance that an arrow covers is the distance that provides protection. 
In my book, Prayer Evangelism, I talk about this. In our website, transformerworld.org, there are plenty of DVDs illustrating this. But I want you to understand today that when you begin to train your children in the way that they should go, they will not depart from it. Somebody may say, yes, but I have people that were raised in Sunday school. I have people that did so many things, and those kids are not walking with the Lord today. You know why? Because they were taught in the ways of the Lord, which is the first half, but they were not trained in the way of the Lord. And there is a difference between teaching, which is just giving them knowledge and training them which is listening to what they heard and walking with them and showing them how to do it. That's why mission trips, like the ones we took with our kids, not only to Argentina, but to Tijuana, to Ciudad Juarez, and we trained them and we showed them how to do it, that really, really made a difference. I want you now to listen to the testimony of a nine-year-old boy that his parents show him how mighty he can be in God. Now, you're going to hear a lot of laughing and chuckling in the background because no one was expecting this young kid to preach with such an anointing and such a power. So listen to it, and I'll come back to do the call to action. transform my mind, he can definitely transform yours. Jesus said, out of the mouth of babes and nursing infants, you have perfected praise. I was, um, really struggling with a few things. Prayer evangelism is not a program, but a lifestyle to be practiced with our family. Yes, at this age. And this is just one of many examples where transformation takes place changing the spiritual climate in our families and our children. And God was able to really change me. The words you need to be listening for are, you can. When you realize you're a son and daughter of God, you grow firmer in your faith with God, and um, you realize that you're just so full of joy and you have the fruit of the Spirit and the armor of God to share with everyone. When you realize you have the power of God in you, your expectations are way higher, and you can and will meet those expectations and even go further than them with God's help. If you have any fear or anxiety or phobias or anything like that, then um, God can help you get through that just like he was able to help me get through mine. So if you do have struggles, God will make you overcome them. Now I would like to share with you how God changed my life this summer. On Sunday nights, my family usually gathers to pray about the week. And um, during this last summer on one of those nights, let's just say there were a few thorns in my flesh that were really bothering me. 
My mom suggested I get my Bible and read, and I read Romans 12, 1 through 2, which says, Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living and sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And then you will be able to test and approve God's will, his holy, pleasing, and perfect will. After that, I did feel better. So then our family So then our family prayed about the week and so then after that my mom um, suggested I get my Bible and read. And so I went to my bed and I was like, I'll just pick a psalm, you know, psalms are good. And um And so that this Psalm 29 and this verse or chapter, ladies and gentlemen, was a life-changing verse for me. But especially these two verses, verse 9 and 11. Verse 9 says, The voice of the Lord twists the oaks and strips the forest bare. In his temple all cry glory. And then verse 11 says, The Lord gives strength to his people. He blesses his people with peace. And after that, I, it wasn't just something in my mind. But I, the, I felt the Holy Spirit rush from my head to my toes. And it felt like on the way out, it had grabbed everything that had been bothering me. That's not all. <laughs> so I was um, praying to God and like, whoa, like, what just happened? And I was like, God, what's happening here? And so um, I was... Uh, I sleep on a bunk bed and I was just praying to God and even though I couldn't see him I was like I could feel him there protecting me and it wasn't just praying like a regular prayer but it wasn't like God giving me my own special tongue it was just like having a conversation with God and as I said I could like feel him there protecting me and I could feel his presence in the room So I went and um, told my mom and dad, and they were just totally happy and comforting. And so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think of it. Oh! So um, I was, I didn't know how to thank God. And the best way to put this in words is, I really can't. So I know the same power that was there with me that night is here for all of us, available to all of us right now this moment and I know God will come to this room and he will transform all of your minds fascinating edifying how would you like to have a son or a grandson or a daughter or a granddaughter that can open the Word of God and preach with so much conviction and impart to you? Well, you should have it. The Bible says it is in vain to try alone. God has made provision. Your children are not the problem. The devil 
the world, the flesh. That's the combination that creates the problem. But remember, greater is he who is in you than the one who is in the world. You may say, but Pastor Ed, you don't understand. My house is a bad place right now. So much bad is going on. My kids or my husband or my wife, they are not walking with the Lord. But let the Word of God illuminate you today. Because the Word of God is powerful. And it says that the unbelieving family member is sanctified, is set aside, is brought into the presence of God by the believing one. And that means that when you are ironing a shirt for a rebellious child, you can be praying over that shirt. When you are fixing a meal, when you are opening the door, when you are handing over the keys to the family car, don't just do it by yourself. Remember, unless God builds with you, you are building in vain. And then if your kids are already walking with the Lord or they are very, very young and they haven't experienced any huge trouble, this is the moment to get them out of the quiver and to begin to walk with them. You see, that verse in Proverbs, I remember listening to a very well-known Bible teacher who was expressing perplexity because the passage says, train a child in the way that he should go, and even when he's old, he shall not depart. And this uh, Bible teacher that I respect says, I have come to the conclusion that this may not be an absolute. And then he quoted another Bible teacher who says, you are right. It doesn't mean that they shall not depart. It means it is most likely that he will not depart. Well, that sounds like human speculation. The Bible is very clear. You do this, and that will happen. The problem is that we equate teaching with training, and there is a big difference. Teaching is the first half. You pour the Word of God into your children. You help them memorize scripture. You give them their first Bible. And you take them to church. You sit down with them to explain the Word of God. But that's only the input. Now comes the output. And now you must go with them. And you don't have to go to Mexico or Argentina. Just, you know, help them make a list of all the kids that are difficult in school. And tell them, can I be your prayer partner? We're going to pray for them. Take them on a prayer walk around your neighborhood or invite them to ride in the car with you and go to a mountaintop and pray over the city. Let your child hear you talk to God. You see, they need to know how much we depend on God. They need to hear us express appreciation for the grace of God imparted to us. I remember once when I was praying with our daughter Marilyn, and she was very little, and I was praying, and that night, for whatever reason, I felt led to say, and Lord, I ask you to forgive my sins. I really need you to forgive my sins, the ones that I committed today. And then I went on, wrap up the prayer, and when I look at Marilyn, she was looking at me and saying, Daddy, do you sin? Do you realize the number that the devil was doing on my daughter? 
by leading her to believe that, yeah, you're going to sin because you're a little rascal, but your daddy's perfect. I said, honey, my beloved Marilyn, I need God's forgiveness every day. I am not what I ought to be. Praise God, I am no longer what I used to be. I am a work in progress. And I could see the smile come on her face because she was saying, okay, there is hope for me. It's so important not to be preachy when we are having family devotions. It's so important to have fun. I remember, you know, we will play out Bible passages and I will be Goliath and one of my girls will be David. Sometimes I will impersonate the donkey that was carrying Jesus or I will make up stories, you know, and I will say, well, this is what the Bible says, but I imagine that it may have happened this way or the other way or pretending that we are the animals in the manger and all of a sudden the baby Jesus was born there. Make it fun and then go to war with them. And that's why our conference, the one coming up now in October, that conference we have a family track. Go to our website, transformerworld.org. Go there and register for that conference, October the 3rd through the 7th. We're going to be there, and there's a family track, and that young kid that you heard preach so eloquently, there are legions of them that are doing it because their parents realize my kids are a gift from God and I'm going to war with them. Yes, God is the God of families and he wants to transform your family. What a wonderful half an hour we have had. I invite you to go to our website, transformerworld.org. There is a section there called Transformation on Demand. You will find a lot of teaching like this and video clips and book excerpts that will equip you to become the man and the woman of God and to have a transformed family so that you can transform society. And remember, on June 6th at 7 p.m., in Oakland on 330 Brush Street. We have a night of miracles and we will be praying for families, for marriages, parents, and children. May God bless you and I'll be with you again next week. I hope you enjoy this. Oh, the Word of God is light unto our path. And now with the instructions that we, we have dispensed, you can reclaim your marriage and your children and build your house on the rock. The rock that is Jesus, but is also Jesus' words. My friend, may the Lord bless you richly. And remember, on Sundays at 10 a.m., we are here on KFAX. And go to our website, transformerworld.org for more information and sign up for the conference that is coming up on October the 3rd through the 7th at the Fairmont Hotel 
in San Jose. May the Lord richly bless you. This is Dr. Ed Silboso for TransformerWorld.org. And that's all the time that we have for today's Ministry of the Week Sunday message. We're so glad that you could have been with us today, and we hope and pray that God's blessed your life and uh, your family with this ministry today. And each week we have an opportunity to bring a new ministry Uh, Whether it's a large church or a little tiny church plant or an organization like Dr. Savoso's Transform Our World, we want to help you get to know some of the great ministries that are happening here around the Bay because we believe that God is on the move here in the Bay Area. And we want to help you get connected and growing in one of these local churches or with one of these local ministries as we believe, as we always say every week, that Our radio station is here to supplement your walk with Christ and never to be a replacement for your participation in a local body of believers. If you need help finding a church, you can get in touch with me here at the radio station, kfax.com, and just look for my name, David Naderhood, and it would be a privilege to help you get connected and growing in a local church. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow at 7.35 or 10.35 p.m. as we'll be featuring another Ministry of the Week. And then join us again at this same time next week as we feature a message from that ministry here on the KFAX Ministry of the Week. Have a wonderful rest of your afternoon, everyone. Grace and peace to you. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs>